0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the Beyond Light leveling changes that were announced. I kind of wanted to break this down more specifically. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or any of the podcast platforms where SNTR Presents hits, you can always catch me live at SNTRlive.com If you'd rather see all of my content in one location, the Rageous Roundtable, Repeat Theater, and SNTR Presents, you can go to SNTRnetwork.com. SNTR network.com is a great site to bookmark it's got the schedule all of the content and breakout sessions if you prefer that over the long live streams and past broadcasts so what was said is where we're going to start because they did announce some changes to leveling and I kind of flew through this when I did my TWAB read through live stream And I kind of broke down very briefly what I, you know, what I thought. And I want to give more thoughts on this. So we're going to do what was said. Second part of the video today will be that these are slight improvements. And we're going to end by saying it's better than nothing. Because on the outset, I am going to say, I was hoping for more significant changes to be made. These changes are not all that significant, but at least we're getting something. So let's just kind of walk through what specifically they said. So first and foremost, they outlined the soft cap the hard cap and the pinnacle. So 1200 is the soft cap. What that means is you can get to 1200 just by playing no milestones, no powerfuls. The way they did it in Shadowkeep is you shouldn't even see the milestones or the powerfuls until you hit 1200. Once you hit 1200, it's essentially that's when the real grind begins. Grinding from 1200 to 1250 And then when you hit 1250 The extra 10 for the 1260 Beyond it We know that the target uh, power That you should aim for the raid Which is hitting on November the 21st Is 1230 so you don't really need to set your sights on the 1250, you really want to set your sights on the 1230. Now the other thing they said, in conjunction with this, is that all of your weapons on armor will be at 1050 power or higher. So, just like in Shadowkeep when they raised the floor to 750 and everything that you owned in your vault, in your, in your on your character, guns and armor, were all raised to 750, the floor of the game essentially came up to 750, 1050 is the new floor now we theorized about that we saw the footage of the crucible I'm sorry not the crucible the Cosmodrome and the Cosmodrome was set to 1050 and I said that's probably the new floor because the Cosmodrome is the source of the new player experience it wouldn't make much sense to set that 300 power above because new players right now start at 750 new players next week will start at 1050 this is the other change and this is the one that is actually good that should be celebrated Powerfuls from Strikes, Gambit, Crucible, and Seasonal Drops will continue to drop Powerfuls all the way up to the hard cap. So I had to shrink some of the text here, so I omitted some of the text to make it fit. But basically, Powerfuls are going to drop all the way to the hard cap. So until you hit 1250, you can basically just keep running Strikes... Keep running Gammon and Crucible, and they will drop at a certain interval. However, they did say it is still much quicker, and this is the language they use, much quicker. It is still much quicker to complete all of your powerful sources a week. So if you're really trying to level up fast for the raid, especially the first two weeks, you are going to want to continue to rotate around to all of the content. You don't have to, though. If you'd rather just live in the Crucible or live in the Strike playlist, you are free to do that. Now, we don't know what the interval will be. They'll probably be the initial for the three strikes, and then after that, it's a chance. I believe they even use the phrase like it's a chance to drop. If the chance is too low, and I run seven or eight strikes without getting a powerful, that's probably not going to bode too well with the community. The entire point of doing this is to give people that sense of I can just keep playing this content and get powerful. So we'll have to kind of reserve judgment on how effective this is given that we don't know the interval or the chance of the drop rate. Then they said gear earned through token purchases will be 20 below your power level. And this was something that frustrated people. You may not understand how it works, but let's say that you're 1040. Without the artifact, you're 1040 without the artifact, and your boots are like 1037. So your boots are below your total power level. Sometimes an NPC would drop what is known as a plus zero. You could go to Zavala and Token Slam, and everything would pop out at 1040. And if you get a 1040 pair of boots, that helps you, right? Your ten, your boots are 1037, but your overall power is 1040. Boom, that's a that's a three point jump. They are eliminating that as a possibility. Anytime you purchase something from a vendor with token slamming, it's gonna be 20 below. Now, I was not a fan of this being part of leveling, so I can see why they would do this. However, they missed the second half of what they should have done. This is a bit of a half measure. I think this would have been more received by the community as a good thing if they would have said, because we're doing this, all drops now drop at your power level because I don't know. I think that's just sensible and logical and it would make sense to a new player that if they hit a 1040 gear score, gear drops at 1040. That's logical. That's sensible. I'm interested in what the tutorial from Shawhan's is going to look like given that you've got your power level from your gear, bonus power from the artifact and then gear dropping below your overall power level and powerfuls if they hit the wrong slot can also be lower than what you needed because there's an RNG based to the leveling all that remains to be seen how they plan to explain that to the player I did not think they went far enough here so let's go to the next section these are slight improvements okay? I don't think they went far enough personally I'm glad they're making improvements and I want to like continue to push them in that direction and say this is better for the player but I'm really interested to see what's a new player going to how are they going to make sense of all this to the new player through a tutorial format given there's so many things that are kind of convoluted Right? So these are slight improvements and Bungie still still they still stubbornly want to funnel us through all of the content for power instead of loot. And that's a really important thing that I wrote here. If you want to funnel me into all of the content gambit crucible strikes, you know even nightfalls, the various milestone delivery systems, That's power, and power loses its luster after a while, and you're motivating me with that instead of loot. If you want me to go into Gambit or Crucible, do it with loot. Motivate me to go in there with dope stuff, new guns, new perks, something worth chasing, as opposed to homogenized armor that looks the same except for decals. I think that's a significant mistake here. They're being very stubborn on this. It's frustrated me since Forsaken and in Shadowkeep, and it will again frustrate us, I believe, in year four. If you want us to go into the other content, then come up with a way to do it, okay? Come up with a way to do it. Infusion, I think, will still be a pain point. Uh, it'll be a point of confusion and pain for new and returning players. Ha- will Sean ha- Will Shawhan explain drops that drop below your current power level? Is he going to make an effort to make sense of that for folks? Is he going to make an effort to make sense of why you need to infuse literally everything if you truly want to celebrate hitting 10 uh, 1050? Well, in this case, 1250. When you get to 1250. You're not twelve fifty if you don't equip all your twelve fifty gear, and the only way to equip all your twelve fifty gear is to infuse it all. So you end up with gear that's all mismatched. Well, I'm twelve fifty, but my heavy's twelve thirty-six, and my primary is twelve forty-two. It's all over the place. Slot leveling would have been a streamlined way for people to make sense of their current gear score and know exactly what they're where they stand in the game. And then the bonus power from the artifact is just on top. Now you got bonus power on top, your gear score, your gear score is still is still all over the place because even though you got a a, a 1250 heavy, all your heavies are not 1250. So it's good to see them leaning toward the player with respect to repeating activities. The question of drop interval remains and I just don't think this is good enough. I feel like this is a really, really significant half measure, but I ultimately have to conclude it's better than nothing, okay? Ultimately, if each year the leveling and progression systems get slightly better, I am all for that. Maybe they didn't want to turn too many knobs at once. They're doing a lot this year. They're taking planets out. They're having to rebuild planets. They're changing scripts. They're making all these adjustments. They're adding stasis. And maybe they didn't want to turn any more knobs. Maybe they were concerned that if if we dramatically change core elements of the game, it's going to be confusing. As I say right here, Beyond Light will likely be better received if core elements do not completely change, even though many of us want to see it. If people kind of come back to the game and leveling has been completely overhauled and is completely different, slot leveling may have been confusing to people. I don't think it would have because it's already in the game passively with respect to the game determining your maximum equip power and then dropping in accordance to that and then that would just be a one-to-one connection in in the player's mind of like why they're getting the drops that they're getting because all their slots would be at the level represented by most highest equipable because that's how the game views you anyway. And in addition to that, in addition to, you know, not not having the slot leveling, in addition to still getting drops that are likely to drop below cuz they remove the plus 0 grind from the vendors and then drops are not dropping at your level, that's going to be I think confusing to a new player. In most games when you hit a certain level, the drops come with you. The drops drop at your level unless you go back to like a lower level area, you know, in games that are more linearly driven. I still maintain that infusion is archaic outdated, it's unnecessary, and it will continue to be a point of pain and confusion for new players. It is so unnecessary and unneeded at this point. It's a stayover from like Taken King era. I don't think it's necessary anymore. As long as they keep the upgrade modules flowing, it won't be too bad. But again, new players coming in with Game Pass and free-to-play are likely to hit some of these speed bumps and these snags and feel that the base-level entry point, the base-level experience in in an RPG is just playing and leveling, playing and leveling, and they brought that a little bit by allowing you just to keep replaying an activity for Powerfuls. But I still think RNG gear drops, the lack of slot leveling and requiring people to infuse and things dropping below your power level will continue to be a problem and a frustration point for new players so we're going to transition to q a if you're listening to this in other locations please bookmark sntrnetwork.com and if you want to watch live go to sntrlive.com as always if you're listening or watching in the other locations please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A that followed my talk about the leveling changes coming with Beyond Light. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or any of the podcast platforms, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com Monday through Friday I'm live and you can catch the streams for the live interaction or if you want all the content in one location go to sntrnetwork.com sntrnetwork.com is a great hub for all the content Rageous Roundtable, Repeat Theater, and this show sntr presents clap for you with the first question the inability of backfilling with tokens do you feel this will slow down the leveling process you know i don't know because once you get to 1200 that's when the real grind begins you got to go from 1200 to 1250 And I do think backfilling actually helped out a lot. So this is something I did not consider in my talk. I'm glad you're bringing this up. Because backfilling plays actually a pretty significant role in in people sort of carefully and methodically leveling up to ensure they absolutely maximize their leveling experience. And so if you remove that, I do think it will slow people down because sure, it's great that you can continue to run strikes to have, they, they said a chance at powerful rewards. They said a chance. Well, if that's the case, then it it's not a guaranteed rhythm, which means, and they said, they said, I mean, you can scroll up right here, the actual language they used is that it will be much quicker, it will still be much quicker, uh, that even sounds strange much quicker to complete all powerful sources in a given week so backfilling really complemented people going into all of the different areas and all the different places to level because backfilling kind of ensures that your next powerful is you're increasing the likelihood that it helps you and you're not going to be able to do that now so this this inevitably will slow down leveling for the people that did come into a season with a ton of currency, planetary currency and a ton of tokens to round out those rough edges. So that is something to consider uh, since they're not what I said in my video was that they should have paired this with the choice to, yes, you can't backfill at an NPC, but you can backfill by just getting drops at your level. I've always said that. That you should be able to continue running strikes, get Powerfuls at in an interval, and then everything that drops in between should just drop at your level. Because you're 1040. Stuff should be at 1040. Why not? You're, let's say you're 1210. You're on your way to 1250. You're 1210. Everything should just drop at 1210. That's uh, your gear score, by the way, not the score with the artifact. Your 1210 gear score. You should just be getting 1210 gear to backfill for you. It just makes sense to me. What? Why drag it out? It doesn't make any sense to drag it out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't see a reason to drag it out chef with the next question do you think the small token change is in all reality even that big beyond the realm of one uh okay one pay oh like day one raid prep is what you meant to say i think for worlds first how often people did use this for backfilling so this is heavily related to the first question but you're asking, like, is it a really big deal? You have to look at it from this perspective, okay? I thought, I forget who said this. Multiple people have said this in chat, so this is not one person. A handful of people basically said, the only reason we backfilled was because leveling sucks. We weren't backfilling because we liked doing it. It wasn't like, yay, I can't wait to go to the tower and push the A button a bunch of times on my controller or click my mouse a bunch of times uh, to get to get backfilled from a vendor. We weren't doing it because we enjoyed it. We were doing it because leveling sucked and it was a way to sort of pad the numbers in essence to to make it to where, oh, I can actually get a you know a decent amount of leveling. I can I can soften the pain of leveling by backfilling. N- nobody nobody's back nobody's backfilling who who wants to do that number one one of the main criticisms we we've we've done in year 3 and one of the main criticisms we've made in year 3 is that the getting our loot in the tower is super super annoying it's super annoying getting loot in the tower is not fun and and now we're supposed to level in the tower we're supposed to level and we're supposed to get our get our backfills in the tower like it th- this is one more thing where i feel like they're kind of missing the mark you're, you understood that backfilling was bad and you removed it, but you didn't see why people were backfilling. Does that make sense? We've used the term tone deaf a lot lately. This feels like another tone deaf decision. Hey, backfilling at an NPC doesn't really feel like the way leveling should go. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right, Bungie. Why not let us backfill by having the game do it for us. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, Drow says, was it the best decision to remove token slamming for plus zeros when there's no other good source for plus zeros? Public events don't drop that many blues anymore. It just adds a bigger pain for raid prep. So, you guys are going to want to do yourself a favor if there's only one or two questions ahead of you because these were submitted in the discord take maybe a second to read them because I mean you guys basically all three asked the same question unfortunately I answered questions one and two in different ways I don't have much else to add here so this is for your own good I'm going to have to skip and I hate to skip somebody's question who took the time to submit an early one if you're like listen if there's 20 questions in the backlog or 10 questions in the backlog I don't expect you to read But if you're submitting really early and there's only one or two in the queue, for your own sake, maybe read them to make sure you don't do a repeat. You guys did these all right on top of each other. King Keys with the next question. With the addition of powerfuls from Strikes and Crucible, how often should they be dropping? Every five or every five wins? I don't think I would limit it to wins in Crucible. I would say I think Crucible could afford to be lower to, to, to your first powerful being after three matches and then make the interval every four. I would do the same thing in Strikes you get the first one after the third and then after that it's every fourth so it is, it, it is better to go and run the others the fact that they're making it a chance is probably why they're saying it's going to be it's going to be much more it's going to be much quicker to just complete all your powerful sources I'm hoping Bungie's kind of notorious for this, they're notorious for missing something and then everybody finds out a loophole and levels up really really fast and I hope it happens again Um, not in like a vindictive way, but it's kind of like you guys keep trying to make leveling horrible and you keep maintaining what I would, what I would argue are terrible, uh, practices for leveling, terrible systems for leveling. And I like that we can consistently find ways, uh, around them. I I actually think that that's, uh, (laughs) I think it's funny. I think if anything, it's, it sends a loud and clear message to them that we don't like we don't like leveling, and they just don't seem to get it. <laughs> you know? They don't seem to get it, so I hope that they, they, they neglected to catch something, and somebody finds an insane, an insane loop like we did with the umbrals and the, and the AFK farming, and that people do it again. The more we do that, the more Bungie hopefully sees, like, this is just such a stupid battle to fight why not just make leveling really great and really easy so we can just enjoy the content day one instead of feeling like well we've got to find some loophole somewhere cause we're in this, this RNG based leveling system where you can get screwed and progress less than another person based purely on a dice roll Horn Joe says why does Bungie seem to miss the reason why we do things we token slam to reduce RNG by leveling out our gear yeah we touched on this unfortunately in the first two answers um I can't really give you a reason why they missed this. I will say this. I'm going to try and give you some semblance of an answer here since we've already covered it. I'm going to answer it from the perspective of if I'm Bungie. So if I'm Bungie, the only thing I could think of here is they have a philosophical reason to continue this idea that like we want people to go into the other game modes. I continue to say, and as you can see, my criticism here, I wrote it. In, I wrote it in a specific way, but it says... Bungie still stubbornly wants to funnel us to all content for power instead of loot. Why not funnel us into content for loot? You're funneling us into content for power. That doesn't... Number one, that doesn't have the best staying power. And number two, it it can really, really add to the dislike of something. And let me explain what I mean. If you really dislike Crucible, Gambit, or Strikes whatever what's your what's your least favorite activity what's your least favorite if you run it and you don't get a good drop you're gonna like that activity your your dislike for the activity is probably gonna increase you're just putting salt in the wound yo hunter thank you for the five spot love to see your numbers bounce back i ordered one of those chairs much love oh thank you I think Gambit's the best example. I know there are people that like Gambit, so I'm not going to be hard on Gambit right now because the Gambit lovers always get a little, you know, a little irritated at me. I'm not going to hate on Gambit, but we know that lots of people hate Gambit because, like, six people just put it into the chat, okay? If you dislike Gambit and you take the time to go run Gambit and you get a powerful drop that hits the wrong slot and doesn't help you, it, like actually makes you more frustrated you feel like you literally wasted your time and think about it from this perspective even more so now even more so now in the past because you're gonna say you know what i could have just kept on running strikes but i didn't i took bungie's advice they said it's much quicker to run all the different pieces of content so i ran gambit for a guaranteed drop and it hit the wrong slot and didn't help me i should have just stayed in strikes it's gonna add more insult to injury than it did in the past because you're gonna be like what a waste of time i could have just stayed in strikes. I could've just I could have just shut my brain off and stayed in strikes and got powerfuls over there. What was the point in coming over here? I would say this: if they're gonna continue to want me to go play Crucible and Gambit and say though no, it's it's much quicker, it should be a guaranteed power bump. It should hit a needed spot. That's what Bungie should do. All milestones should be coded to only hit a spot that helps you. The powerfuls that drop afterward as a chance, that's fine if those hit the wrong slot. But if I go into Crucible and Gambit and Nightfall and I run all these things and I don't want to run them all, but I do it, it should be guaranteed to hit a spot that helps me without question that should be the difference between a milestone and a random powerful drop the difference should be a milestone is RNG geared it is RNG geared toward hitting the right spot Nerdsworth might be behind on the live stream, I forgot about Mr. Destiny You killed that, I think he's behind <clears throat> Han Solo does the lack of talk about infusion and leveling complexity mean that Bungie thinks this leveling system is great has anything showed you that they know what to fix my my biggest inquiry here I'm actually really curious about this this might seem weird like I'm a veteran player but I really want to know what Hand's tutorial is going to look like how are you going to walk someone through this leveling process and not make it sound completely convoluted and stupid okay so let th- th- track with me here track with me here they removed token slamming and I can rerun strikes if I want to to get a chance at drops that's all they changed that's all they changed so I want you right now to imagine explaining this leveling system to your friend explain it to them Welcome to Destiny. Here's how you level. Um... The best way to level is to run all the milestones. Milestones are essentially like a checklist of things to do that gives you a powerful drop. Now the powerful drop is going to drop a piece of gear, and sometimes the gear will not hit the right slot and won't actually raise your level. If it hits the the worst possible slot, it'll actually drop lower than your current power level. The entire time you are leveling and you have a gear score that's separate from your overall score because you have the artifact with the bonus power. So you actually have to look at your gear score. Now your gear score doesn't actually represent the score the things will drop at. All items that are not powerful drops will drop lower than your gear score because we don't really know why, that's just the way that it is. Now, you can run the milestones most efficiently and do them all for that guaranteed drop to be higher if you continue to run another encounter or another activity, there's a chance for them to drop. All the time this is happening anytime a powerful drops, there is still no guarantee that it will actually raise your power level. Then, in order for you to actually hit the gear score that you have earned, you need to infuse all the items that you're equipping so if you really like this shotgun and this grenade launcher they need to be infused because until they're infused they will pull your overall gear score down I was not embellishing confusion there, those are the facts that is how it works that is how it works and there is literally no I, I, I am super curious how you take that mess and make it make sense in a tutorial Like what? <laughs> I have I have so many questions as a new player. Number 1, why can I get a powerful drop that actually isn't powerful and is lower than what I need? Why am I hitting a gear score and not getting drops at least at that gear score? The powerfuls are above my gear score. Shouldn't the rest of the drops be at my gear score? Also, why do I have a gear score and then an artifact score? Why is that separated? I don't understand. I have another question. I earned 1220 and most of my gear isn't even at 1220. Why is that? Why do I have to infuse all these random weapons to 1220? Like, those are all the questions I have As someone who has a working knowledge of the game, I have questions about those logical inconsistencies. How many questions do you think a new player is going to have? Your explanation is convoluted. Your power is the average of the power of your gear items. Powerful milestones drop above your power. Items in the world drop slightly below. Yes, but powerful milestones can drop at something below your power, because if it hits the wrong... I got four kinetic weapons in a row once, and so they were all lower than my highest kinetic. So, you know, my kinetic is 1250 and I'm getting 1248s or 1247s or whatever. It's dropping below. So powerfuls can drop below your power level and your your actual gear score doesn't determine drops everywhere else. Everything drops below your total score. Again, I know it's average power, so maybe I left that word out. I should have left that in, but that's just RNG. everyone understands that. You're expecting a new player to understand why they hit a gear score and don't get drops at their gear score, and to understand why they run a powerful and get a drop below their gear score, or below the the, the, the slot that it hits. I'm actually in the middle of teaching a friend uh, who's completely new to Destiny, it's a confusing mess. I mean, I could have tried to make it clearer, I was just going off the cuff. So sure, through a tutorial, they can probably try to make it a lot clearer than I made it. I was literally just like rambling off the way the system works. So sure, they could make it clearer than I just made it. I wasn't putting together a tutorial. I was just kind of ranting for content. So yes, they could make it a little bit clearer. I still think once, even if they do a good job explaining it, that doesn't change the fact that they're going to go out in the world and get drops that don't make sense. I don't understand. I just ran four Gambit matches. I'm supposed to get a powerful. I got another primary weapon and it's lower than my highest primary weapon. This doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> the simplest way to do it. <laughs> the simplest way to do it is to have milestones guaranteed to hit the slot that'll 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 be higher and have all other drops drop at your current gear score. Done. And then you can just do slot leveling. You don't need infusion especially when you do that. There is no way they are getting a powerful drop below their average score. The only thing that can happen is that it drops below the equipped item in that slot. Right, I said it the right way just now. You can get a drop that's lower than the highest equippable in that slot. It happens all the time. It happens all the time! I gotta gotta move on. I don't want to spend too much time on this. I I I don't want to spend too much time on this. I am genuinely curious how they're going to make sense of it because it's tough. To make it it, it it doesn't it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense to people that understand it. It's like I don't understand the system, much less explain to somebody why it's that way. Uh, Horn Joe says, as we tend to follow the path of least resistance, will you be killing yourself in elimination to burn through rounds? I, I don't like doing that. No, I do not like doing that throwing an elimination is is, I don't like doing that kind of stuff, but I bet you a lot of people do they're playing an RPG with item levels, that's how it works everywhere don't get me wrong, I hate the milestone system, but it's not super confusing in any system, typical item power leveling system no, when I hit a certain level in in, uh now, obviously, in Borderlands, once you roll over, in, in the initial campaign, this doesn't apply, and that's something that I hated about it. But in Borderlands, when I roll over into the end game, if I hit level 52, everything's dropping at 52. When I hit level 53, everything's dropping at 53. Diablo is the same way. As long as you linearly push forward, you're getting drops at your level, or above your level to push you up, because you're constantly getting XP. So I don't. I, th- there are plenty of games that do this, that don't create a that don't create this this semblance of like you you must you you must get drops to level, but then the drops are below your level. Now I'm not familiar with how Division does it because they do gear score as well. But I was pretty sure in Division once you hit a certain gear score, stuff dropped at that gear score, or you could go into areas to get higher gear score to raise it. I didn't play a lot of Endgame Division 2. But to answer Horn Joe's question, I don't like doing this sort of thing, but there are people that are probably going to do this. Yes. Anbu. With Bungie saying that you'll be able to repeat strikes, Crucible, and Gambit for powerful drops, will that affect the pinnacle drop from those activities, or can we still get them on a weekly basis? This only applies to powerfuls. As far as I know, they are not extending this to pinnacles they they're they're they mentioned they said specifically that powerfuls will be the ones you can continue to go for, but not pinnacles. That's because there wasn't much end game in Div Two. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> so pinnacles are still going to be a weekly lockout, more than likely because they, they want that to be a slower burn. It's only that plus 10. and for some reason they want that to be like a really, really slow grind. Um, I don't necessarily understand the premise behind that, but that's, that's their goal is to make it, uh, is to make it slow, mo- slow slower moving or in, or in some cases, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's limited. Division 2 was terrible for loot dropping below max power. 90% of your drops would be 495 to 499. So I have to do strikes with the wrong subclass to prevent an accidental pinnacle drop? No. mm No. They don't switch to pinnacle until you hit 1050, Coldheart. At least they shouldn't. Isn't that how it works? You hit 1200, and then the milestones unlock. And then you hit twelve fifty, and then the and then strikes gambit crucible switch to pinnacle. Is that how it works? I didn't pay attention to it this time around. I don't really understand because I wasn't really paying attention to it. But I thought you had to get to twelve hundred, and then the milestones show up, and then you hit the the, then you hit soft cap of I'm sorry hard cap of twelve fifty. Pinnacle is a plus five. Oh, that's what it is. Thank you, Vertigo. That's right. Pinnacles are are plus five before hard cap. Then when you get to hard cap, they're plus ones or plus twos. That's right. That's right. So they basically act like a really good powerful before you hit the cap. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they drop as a pinnacle, but they're bigger until, In, in this case, they'll be bigger until 1250. Right now, pinnacles are bigger, and then you hit 1050, and they all shrink as far as strikes are like a plus one raids are plus two does that make sense that's how it works my buddy's under 1050 he can get pinnacles yeah but they don't, they're not going to drop as plus ones and plus twos for him they're going to drop his bigger pluses rain the dark says do you feel that bungie doesn't want to remove infusion to me it feels like bungie is still stuck on trying to make leveling a chore but making it not as draining i feel that the changes don't go far enough what are your thoughts i feel like the the theme and i kind of harped on this in the talk the theme of a lot of what they've been doing lately is just half measures it's like they get halfway there and they stop well we're not going to have um that we're not going to have token slamming anymore for plus zeros okay and then that's all they do why did they explain that does it why does it why why are you doing that if you're not going to smooth out leveling then why did you take away that as a source for people to maximize their leveling their leveling efficiency you just take it away no reason given really it's not like well we're taking away, but we're going to smooth this aspect of it out and we're going to help by having um you know certain things backfill so you don't have to do it. They explained right, but it wasn't a matter of like um this is this is a rough spot in the leveling or this is an ideal leveling. They just took it away. I mean what was their actual explanation? Let's go read it. Let's go read it. Destiny is at its best when you're shooting aliens, getting loot, and becoming more powerful. The gameplay loot breaks down when the best way to increase your power can be standing in the tower, handing tokens into Lord Shacks. So, so it's okay for me to stand in the tower and get 7 to 8 umbrals, 7 to 10 umbrals in the tower, but it's not okay for me to get power in the tower? They're not being consistent. This entire year, we've done nothing but get loot in the tower. Starting next season, gear received from collections and turning in tokens will have a lower power than previous seasons. So their their argumentation, that's not even a reason. That's not a reason. They're saying, all the game's at its best when you're getting loot, not standing in the tower for power, and yet all of year three was structured around getting your loot from the tower. It doesn't, (laughs) that doesn't even make any sense. Turning in your fractaline and and using the umbrals, come on, that's, we've, that's all we've done is bounties and tower for loot, like, do you want us to not gain power from the tower? That's good, right? That's why I said it's a half measure. It's a half measure. Hey, we don't think it's ideal for you to get power from an NPC in the tower. So what we've done is, is you can no longer get plus zeros by token slamming, but we're going to have certain activities that drop plus zeros at regular intervals so you're just out and playing the game that's a full measure of solution they did a half measure hey we see people token slamming and that's not ideal instead of fixing the pain point they just take away our ad hoc solution do you see how dumb that is it's like we we have deduced a pain point we're just going to take it away <laughs> we're just going to take not the pain point though we're going to take away your ad hoc solution that you came up with people hated leveling so what did they do they were running nightmare hunts after AFK forging got shut down they were running nightmare hunts to regularly get umbrals because umbral powerfuls if they were if they were um you know if they were tuned to be an, a piece of armor they were giving people powerful bumps and they took that away <laughs> you cannot. You get plus zeros up to the hard cap sh- no the soft cap no 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 up to 1200 you can get plus zeros the 1200 to 1250 there are no plus zeros in the wild that's not true plus zeros all the way up to twelve hundred. 1200. 1200 to 1250 the only way you level is by raising your power level like you need to do milestones and and blues and others drop closer to your level than they used to so they kind of help you backfill I didn't realize they still have plus zeros in activities. Do you mean they still don't? Is that what you mean? That would have been the full solution. Would be to, this doesn't make any sense. We understand why you're doing this. You're doing this to backfill, and you're doing it in the tower. So, you're not going to get your plus zeros from the tower anymore. You're going to get them from here. Blues complete plus zero up to 1250. Oh, you know what? No, wait, wait. You're right. There's a chance, right? Can it be like a negative two to zero? There's like a chance or something. They don't drop at your level, but they can. They can be a plus zero. It's a 25% chance, negative three to plus zero. Okay, so there is a spectrum. That's right. They did that in Shadowkeep. I forgot about that. Right. Right. It's super freaking rare, though. Number one, it's got to hit the right lane, and number two, it, there's too many layers of RNG there. It's, it's, it's really, really unlikely to happen. This is why people just go through comp, because you're just getting multiple forms of power back to back to back to back as you rank up, because you're ranking up two individual ranks by running comp. Don't you see how easy it would be remove the chance and just make everything drop plus 0 if it's not a powerful or shrink the r- shrink the range It's either a negative 1 or a plus 0 just shrink the range that's almost assuredly going to help you Every time it drops it's just too many layers of RNG. I just I don't I don't think I don't think that that is an answer. I think they did that in Shadowkeep and it was like, okay, you're slightly moving toward us, but clearly people were going and trying to get plus zeros from vendors because it was a rough spot in the leveling. Instead of smoothing that aspect of it out, they just took away our solution to it. It wasn't we weren't hurting anybody by going to the tower and token slamming. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you think they'll bring Rift back? I don't think so. Unless they can figure out how to rotate spawns somehow. That'll becoming a spawn trap. What if all blues now drop at level? They didn't say that. That's what I've been asking for since Forsaken. Since Forsaken... Slot leveling is a new argument that I started making in the last year after Shadowkeep. Pre-Shadowkeep, I've always said the same thing. Have powerfuls drop above and have everything else drop at your level so you can just play and level. I've I've been saying that since Forsaken. So they don't want to do it. Again, they have their own philosophical reasons as to why. They have their own ideas about what leveling should look and feel like, and that's totally fine. Taking token leveling away is only hurting casual players. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of true, isn't it? I mean, we we basically are already going to level fast, aren't we? Because we we know what to do, where to go, and how to do it. Like, it's not... You're not really ever going to hurt the hardcore players. We're always going to find the loop. We're always going to find the, the loopholes. Always. It's really, really, really hard to slow down hardcore players. Generally, the way this stuff trickles down into the community is it hurts the more hardcore players uh, more regularly than it hurts anybody else. Click fire with the next question. Do you think Bungie gives too much time to trying new systems and should just stick to an approach so more time can go toward development of creating more content? Now, here's where I think you're misreading this. I actually said that these are minor changes and slight improvements, and they probably didn't want to turn a bunch of knobs, like make all these crazy changes and turn all these knobs, and then mess something up. I feel like in both Shadowkeep and in this year's changes, they're making minor adjustments and they're fine-tuning leveling, And I actually don't necessarily have a problem with this. I just feel, this is my contention, this is sort of my argument, that they learned enough in year three to make bigger adjustments than the ones that they're making. All they're really doing is taking away a source for leveling smoothing, the plus zeros from vendors. They're taking that away while simultaneously, kind of saying, "Well, if you just want to play strikes all day, you can, but it won't be a, it won't be the best way to level." It's almost like they just they don't want to let go of this idea that they want you to run all the content. They're like, "All right, fine. If you want to keep running strikes, you'll get a chance at powerfuls. But we're still we are still going to make the best way to level the the route that takes you into all the content that you inevitably don't want to do." the fact that they're letting people level by just staying in the same content funnel is passive admittance it's passive admittance that people don't want to play all, of the, all the other content they want to stay in one funnel systems meaning not just leveling but loot incentive and grind etc okay let me reread your question with that in mind do you think Bungie gives too much time to try new systems and should just stick to an approach so but we don't even know what sort of changes they're doing with the with the level with uh with the loot and the chase in in year 4. They've said nothing about it. Now, I don't agree with you. I think in year 3, they've actually made, I would say, pretty good headway with discovering good ways to let people chase loot. I I actually just think it shouldn't be in the tower. Destiny just, just tweeted a distress signal. Yeah. I, we're almost assuredly getting a live event this 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 Thursday, I bet. Desney tweeted, alert. Distress call incoming. Yeah. Yep, we're gonna get a live event. I, I, I bet you, 10 bucks. Wait, does that have audio? Oh, it's a video with audio. Yeah, we're gonna get some sort of an ARG, I think. We're gonna get some sort of an ARG. We might wanna check that out in a little bit. Um, yeah I, I turned it up just a little bit just to hear it it seems like there might be some um, maybe some uh, Morris code in there or something I don't know I, I actually until we know what they're doing in year 4 click fire I don't think they've done too much I would think they haven't done enough okay you gave us great intentionality you gave us a way to do targeted farming but I want the loot to drop in the world I don't want the loot in the um I don't want to get loot in the tower. That's been some that's been essentially that's been sort of the the foundational criticism. So, Tim Preston says, "Will leveling be part of the fun of the new DLC or just of working in the background?" Well, I mean I would say yeah, we saw the thing on Twitter, guys. Apparently, there is going to be a distress call or something. There is going to be probably a live event to le- that leads to us going to Europa next week, and there is probably going to be something happening this week on Thursday because of the um, the collector's edition website that pointed everybody to November the fifth. So, I don't necessarily, uh, I don't necessarily feel like there is necessarily a reason to put leveling on the forefront. If, if you're going to come into a new expansion and a new DLC, yes, leveling is happening, but I don't necessarily think it's part of the fun. Now, it can be part of the fun. Like, I don't know about you, but there's something really fun and fresh, new car smelling um, whenever you go into something like the Taken King and you're getting greens and blues again and they matter, at least for a short time. I know it's only for a couple of days, but still, I like that. I do I like that and so I would say that they could they could do something they could do something with 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 that they could do something with like the okay we're gonna have you sort of reprogressing through loot or reprogressing through you know your 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 gear hierarchy again but that doesn't work unless you completely reset everything. So I think there's a charming sort of, oh, I'm leveling again. I'm getting stuff again. I like that. But at the same time, you don't really get there unless you do like an actual semblance of some form of a reset. so I don't think they're going to do that so leveling is just a number on your card and just a barrier of entry for end game content and therefore I don't think it needs to be super slow and frustrating it just needs to kind of happen automatically and listen they're continuing to try to meet us halfway on this the artifact gives you bonus power just from playing that's XP leveling and they're continuing to kind of soften the edges if you just want to keep running strikes you can it's not going to be as efficient but they're letting you do that I think they're continuing to try to meet us in the middle, guys. We have heard, uh, we have seen the destiny tweet. More than likely, it's it's going to lead to like I think a, a live event uh, and some in-game things, maybe some clues. Although we've already had reset today, and I don't think anything happened in the game. Young crisis actor says, "What are your thoughts on the character levels from year one and two? Level one through fifty. Is there any room for that in this stage of the game?" I'm gonna give you a short and sweet answer. No, I think it's confusing. You'd have too many levels. You'd have your character level, your gear level, your total level plus the artifact, and your season rank level. I just don't. I think that's too many things. You start to it's it starts to almost get absurd at that point. So I don't I don't see, I don't see a reason to bring back character level at all, unless you were gonna bring back character level and have that sort of replace the early grind of the season and maybe that unlocks milestones so the power level jumps are slightly lower but they're not going towards that route it's clear so at this stage if they're doubling down again on a similar leveling structure to year 3 then just smooth it out we don't need to go back to character level at this point we're too far down the road and they put they're putting too many systems in place to continue to feed the milestone system Excuse me, Ashen says do they have any reason to update the playlist pools considering all playlists are free to play? This change just seems focused on maximizing our play time this is a good question I, I saw somebody say they theorize that Bungie is not going to be doing much with the existing play uh, playlist and activities because it's all free to play and their thought on that is similar to mine on uh, like Iron Banner Gear you know Iron Banner gear is is not been updated much. It's been a lot of recycles and it's all free. I actually think there's an easier solution here than than it's so easy. <laughs> it's actually such an easy solution. All you do is you have the generic world loot for Strikes Crucible Gambit and that's free to everybody. So you just have this garden variety loot at the bottom and you can you know you want to refresh that once a year that's fine you want to put some reissues in there that's totally fine. But but if I'm a paying customer then when I run Strikes Crucible and Gambit there is loot in there that I get that you don't. If I play Iron Banner, there's loot that drops in Iron Banner that I can get and you don't cuz I'm a paying customer. Oh, Astacross made a video saying that? And I would absolutely love to have a discussion with him about this kind of stuff. Listen, I, I think he's right, but I also think there's a simpler solution than being like, well, those are free to play... Those are free-to-play lanes, so we can't put anything new in there. Yes, you can! You can! And you just put them behind the paywall. It's free to access Strikes, Crucible, and Gambit. It's free to get the generic world loot pool. But if you are a paying member, then you can get the dope new stuff. I I have yet to see... How are you reinvigorating core activities in year four? Luke Smith has yet to outline that. If it's literally just the fact that I can rerun strikes for powerfuls, that's not a reinvigoration at all. No, they've not said anything about updating strike loot. When we were asked about vendor refresh, she said they're doing armor and armor refresh in Season of the Hunt. That leaves room for some weapon refresh in future seasons, and keep in mind, they said they were going to look at doing adept weapons and strikes in future seasons in Year 4. Adept weapons coming to strikes could be their way of reinvigorating strikes. Again, I say, you can update and add new loot to the free funnels, you just can't get it unless you pay. It's the same thing they do with the stupid season pass. You get access to the season pass. It's free. You get stuff on the season pass. But if you pay, there's more stuff on the bottom rung. Treat them all. Treat everything like that. Treat Crucible like that. Treat, you know, strikes like that. I hate to say it, but people paying money for seasons need more incentive. Free players get so much. I am am speaking to you right now if you feel that way because I know people feel that way. I understand wanting to see changes. What if they're happening in stages? I mean, I think we already have a hint that they are doing it in stages because they said they're going to be looking at adding adept weapons to strikes in future seasons. I would imagine that's probably going to land sometime in year four. Again, again, I said uh, last week... I could see them not pouring anything new into Crucible, Gambit, and Strikes when Beyond Light launches. Why? The central focus is Europa, the Europa loot, the raid, the new content. And then in the next season, they say, okay, we're going to throw some dope stuff into uh, Crucible, Gambit, and the Strikes because that'll bolster the season a little bit more because seasons are a little bit more thin than an expansion. They They may be doing that they don't want you focusing on the strike playlist when an expansion comes out they want you focusing on the expansion if that makes if that makes sense I think a director's cut could really could really calm a lot of these concerns about this stuff that hey we're still looking at doing that you know adept weapons and strikes is going to be a thing in year four well that's a reinvigoration in my book put it behind a paywall though I I think you got to start putting loot behind a paywall you want to make you want to make it's real simple. It's real simple. You got four things that are free to access. The top track on the season pass, public space, all of the planets, yeah, and then your core activity funnels. And then that's it. That's it. Three things are free. The top rung of the season pass, your public space patrols, and then your core activities. Free to access. But then there's going to be loot on the planet. There's going to be loot in Strikes. There's going to be loot in Crucible that you can't get if you're not paying. Asacross was suggesting letting free to play experience paid for weapons for one hour to entice them to buy the content. Or you give them a static version. They can only get that one particular role and it says, hey, you know, I don't know that starts to get touchy and kind of weird to have them use it for an hour or to give them a static roll maybe give them one if you add three weapons to the strike playlist they can get one of them but the other two it's just like it's just like the season pass the other two are like grayed out they're like how do i get those this is where the weapon boon system could come in. You'd go to Zavala and he'd have the one for free. You can buy this weapon boon for free. You can grind strikes and then that weapon has a chance to drop. Go have at it. And the other two are grayed out and it says for season pass holders. Sh- ship it, man. Ship that. You're going to get you're going to probably get more people to buy the content and you're going to make people feel like, "Hey, when I pay, I get the extra stuff." You know? I get the the new loot. Do the same thing with Iron Banner. Welcome to Iron Banner. Here's everything that's free. Here's the stuff reserved for season pass holders. You just, you make everything look like that season pass. The top rung is free. The primo's on the bottom. And then, and then people are clearly going to see this dividing line between paid and non-paid because right now that, that dividing line is so blurry. It's like, I don't, I don't freaking know. Can everybody go into strikes? Can everybody get the new loot? Everybody can go to Europa. Everybody's fuzzy on it. That's how I would do it. If I was in charge, I would say that the principle of the season pass is a great way to communicate value to both players. One entices players to buy. The other clearly shows paying customers they're getting more. It's that simple poet anderson what is the point of having a level when we have a gear score at this point should bungie remove it or reset it like they did for Taken king yeah somebody kind of already asked this one i think you told me to skip it i don't necessarily think we need to remove it i don't think removing it would cause a problem though it doesn't matter anymore i can already hear people cry pay to win if you show them guns and tell them they have to pay even though seasons and dlc come with guns anyway I mean, that is true from a perspective aspect. People be like, "I have to pay for these weapons." If it was a bounty system or a boon system, and you said these are reserved for season pass holders, I don't know. I feel like that would be different. It's not in the Eververse. You're not literally buying the weapon. You know, you're buying the you're buying the con you're buying the actual content. Every expansion's been that way. From 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 Dark Below now, you know what I mean. I know, I know that nobody said it in the past, um, Greg, but I think the point that he's getting at is if you literally see it in a menu and you have a weapon clearly marked that you can't get it until you buy the season pass from a perception standpoint, that might look like pay to win, even though it isn't, I'm, I'm saying it's not, I'm saying that's a stupid and empty criticism. I would just do it anyway. <laughs> I would just do it anyway, but to the layman, to the new player to the layman and the new player they might be like wait a minute they, I have to buy weapons they might not understand it, it, it could get lost in translation to the new player we would understand it as existing players but a new player might not it may be too risky Anbu says with the removal of gap oh wait, hang on I skipped the, I, I skipped reaper Lona, you've stated that Luke Smith was Bungie's Moses leading the franchise into the promised land. After everything that has happened with Beyond Light launched so far, is that still your take? You're gonna have to ask me this again in December. I gotta get a solid month into a, to an expansion into a year before I can really say this. I can't fault him for the delay. I can't fault him. If they're trying to be more mysterious, I, really what matters is the payoff. Payoff. Talking about payoff, it's the payoff. Like, if they actually pull this off and Beyond Light in year four starts out and feels excellent, then I will say, yeah, he's nailing it. If I get into December and I'm like, oh man, this doesn't look very good. Looks like they're still just really struggling to grapple with basic core gameplay or, or, or... Or content loop, um, you know. Then I'll be a little concerned. He directed Taken King, uh, Forsaken, and Rise of Iron. I don't know if that's true about Forsaken and Rise of Iron. One bad year doesn't warrant firing a person. Well, I mean, I, I'm not saying he deserves to be fired. I'm just saying my praise, uh, my praise of Luke Smith may get dialed down a little bit if I feel that beyond light in year 4 are uh, are rocky you know if they end up feeling really rocky and unpolished i'm like man you this was really your time to shine um i happen to think it's going to be good i just there there has to be a marked improvement from year 3 to year 4 and if he's saying it's smaller than forsaken but but larger than than shadow keep then i would say you know, that's that's at least slightly promising. Did you read the update? The, what the update two seven zero? What what are you talking about? Did they push out patch notes already? What are you talking about? Anbu says with the removal of gap filling from plus zeros, does it not look like Bungie is trying to artificially increase the length of the grind? I don't want to think that they are but the update the bounties bright dust and gap fills removal I can't help but think they're trying to slow us down um, I i don't necessarily know if they want to slow us down yes it will I think this was like the first or second question today it will in effect slow us down is that their goal maybe yeah I mean maybe it I would say, I would say, in general, in general, they're still trying to have leveling feel the same way that it did in forsaken. I hate to say that, but there's this weird, there's this weird stubbornness when it comes to leveling and infusion. They for some reason, maybe internally, maybe they have like actual player based reasons, player based habit reasons or something where they're like, you know, this just still really, really works as a as a as a mid lane player, um, a low level engagement player. It kind of keeps them coming back. I, I don't know because the the one the one year it was it was during forsaken it was like so many people weren't even hitting max level that they had to do surge bounties so i'm kind of like what what are you guys basing this off of it just it feels like there's this internal stubbornness about no we need to hold on to infusion we need to hold on to rng based leveling that can that can you know screw the player you know what i'm saying like and i don't know why that's there Thank you guys for another stellar day. We peaked at 1,200, 1,300 viewers or something like that and a 1.2K likes. Guys, I really appreciate it. If you're new and enjoying this stream, keep in mind, this is a purely live channel now. These segments are recorded and get uploaded to another channel, but if you subscribe to this channel, you can do that in confidence. I will not overwhelm your sub feed. Monday through Friday, we're doing live streams here. So click sub and turn the bell button on and click the like button. Those things help support me and that is free to do. The join button is how you do a paid membership that supports me directly for a badge and emotes. Subscribing is totally free and thank you to everybody that's been doing that. The growth has just been phenomenal. We're not even in beyond light yet. So I'm just going to say from the outside looking in from forsaken to now, they just seem really, really stubborn. It's like when I'm talking to my son, and I'm trying to get him to do something, and he won't do it. And I'm like, buddy, I want you to pick your shoes up and put them in the bin. And he kind of flops, and I'm like, do it, and I want you to say, yes, papa. And he does, and he's like, yes, papa. And he finally goes over and throws them in. But he's still holding on to his rebellion. He's like, he's going to do it, but he ain't going to be happy about it. He's going to slunk over and do it real slow. And he's not going to say yes, Papa, in a respectful way. That's what this feels like. They're like, fine. We'll make leveling a little bit easier. And then they're like, okay, we're still not too happy about some of the aspects of leveling. Could you meet us halfway? And they're like, fine. We'll let you run strikes, but it's not going to be as good as running everything. Oh, okay. And you still have to infuse. Oh, okay. There's just this stubbornness. You know when a kid's being that way. It's like, just do it. Like, do the thing. So with them, it's like, just remove some of these things. We don't like it. And they're like, nah we're we're going to we're going to we're going to kind of acquiesce but we're going to hold on. We're going to hold on to infusion and RNG based leveling and drops below your gear level, they just won't let go. So they're moving toward us, but they're doing it with such a stubborn posture. I and and listen, listen. Again, they could have internal reasons for this. There could be again, there could be internal uh, you know, player, you know, player patterns that they feel this is really, really important for. And, you know, I, I, I continue to think that they need to just get rid of some of these aspects of leveling, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to just, I'm not going to say that there isn't room for there to be maybe valid reasons for it. Maybe they're just philosophical reasons where like, we still think this is a good design decision or whatever. Also, since there is so many people here and a lot of new folks, don't forget that the Rageous Roundtable has returned every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. And this Friday, wish you luck, will be joining us. And also, Fridays are really full. VIP Fight Nights take on place on Friday night. If you pick the VIP tier, you can join in for games like Among Us or Jackbox and uh, bring your drinks, bring your laughs. These are two things we want to make sure you know about as a great way to end your week with the Rageous Roundtable in the morning and Fight Night in the evenings. Next question from Archon Forge: With the removal of +0 vendor drops, what are some good alternative ways to alleviate this setback to backfilling? Get rid of, get rid of the frickin' -3, -2, -1 drops. I don't need stuff to drop below. It does It serves zero purpose. Just have everything drop at my level. It, then the game backfills me, and I don't need to worry about the fact that you took away my ability to backfill at, you know, Zavala. I don't need it. It doesn't matter anymore. You know, it doesn't matter. It's that simple that that's, that's I've been, I've been harping on that, dude. Just what would be a better system than infusion slot leveling? It's already in the game. When you get a 1050 heavy, the game considers your heavy slot as 1050 even if it's not equipped. Just make the slot 1050 so I don't have to infuse all my random heavy weapons and then I got a 1047 and a 1036 and a 950 and they're all over the place. I earned 1050 on the slot. The game considers the slot to be 1050. Just make the slot 1050 and then get infusion out of here. It's It's not necessary. It's not needed. It's that simple the game already does it <laughs> every time I mention slot leveling people are like that sounds crazy it's like it's already doing it the game already considers your slot as the, as the highest equipable. your heavy could be on your hunter and it treats your warlock as if the heavy's a 1050 <laughs> it's, it's, it's already there it, it blows my mind just do it infusion is so needless at this point It's so dumb. They literally have to hand free-to-play players and new players upgrade modules because if not, they're going to have no clue how to move their gear up. you got to go to the gunsmith and buy an upgrade module. It's not even upgrading. It's infusion. Your terminology is also so convoluted. (laughs) It's so convoluted. Go get an upgrade module. Oh, what am I upgrading? Well, you're not upgrading anything. You're infusing it to raise its power. Oh, when its power goes up, what happens to the gun? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) You misread the Q&A? Oh, did I really? With the removal of plus one vendor drops, what are some good alternative ways to alleviate the setback to backfilling? I answered his question. I did not miss the question. I did not misread the question. I said, take the minus three, minus two, minus ones, and just make them all plus zeros. I answered this question. That's what you should do. Everything should drop at your level. You don't need to backfill if the game is backfilling for you. I I read the question appropriately and answered appropriately. What you talking about? Now, I started ranting about Infusion because I think those two are related. That's another system-wide change that I would do. That's that's what I would do. I think both kind of come hand in hand. And you can still slot level with Sunsetting. You 100% can, Devious, because you would say, this weapon has been capped and and, and won't go up to whatever the new level is. So if you're like, hey, I got a 1250 slot and the weapon is 1060, it would just pull the slot down to 1060 if you equipped it, therefore enforcing Sunsetting. It would still work. He means come beyond light, not theoretical. Oh, you're asking me how to alleviate it? Homie, I don't know. Find a really, really good blue drop rate somewhere and get as many blues as you can because they have a chance to drop at a plus zero. I mean, that's it. If you're asking me for a practical gamer-to-gamer piece of advice, that's my advice to you is watch me, streamers, YouTubers, and Reddit to find if somebody finds a way to get lots of plus zeros. AFK Forge Farm. I'm never going to encourage anybody to AFK Farm. I don't like that. Find the absolute quickest turnover for drops. We were using Lost Sectors to do this, by the way, in Taken King. There could be Lost Sectors on the Cosmodrome of Europa that you can use for plus zero blue drops. And you just run it, run it, run it, run it, run it. That was what we did during Taken King five bucks from reaper infusion should uh be about gun feature and leveling it should stay at the slot leveling already present in the game leveling is not content thank you for the five spot the knights on the moon that spawn the platform that lead to the chest i think those are guaranteed blues each time however those scotch Rock, they're probably capped to um the moon has like a light level cap the blues won't go beyond it probably you have... The, 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 it worked in Taken King up to a... I'm sorry. It worked in Forsaken up to a point because eventually the, the the Tangled Shore wouldn't drop blues higher than a certain point. And so the same thing is probably going to apply to those knights, homie. Click fire. What if Bungie based their leveling on activity engagement? Uh, example given. More difficult content will give you more XP, but achieving or earning medals in whatever activity you were doing also gives you bonus XP. I love you, but I have no interest in spending time on something they'll never do. This is just like a what for dream that they're not going to do. They're not going to completely go and reinvent the entire game into uh, activity and leveling and XP. They're not going to. So it's tough for me to even grapple with the idea and what this would look like in the entire scope of destiny. So I'm going to, I'm going to just politely skip. I, I don't, I don't feel like talking about that. Ashen. What's even the point of the vendors at this point? Bounty dispensers unless they do so we don't know cuz if they're doing if they're going to do the you know the, the 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 pinnacle weapons and strikes if they're going to do that in a coming season maybe they do that and they update the vendors in some way yeah they're just bounty dispensers and aren't they looking into like giving us bounties while we're in orbit too you know what i'm saying i think there's plenty of ways to to Yeah, I don't know. Reinvigorating the vendors, it is a question. It is a question. Because if we can get our bounties from orbit, I guess they're all just going to be standing around in the tower lonely. Like, what's going on? Nobody comes and talk to us. Nobody comes and talk to us anymore. A coup to papa. Could this change leveling be a good thing that shows the people blasting through leveling uh, how bad leveling is for casuals? Okay, so you're saying, could this be a good thing that shows the people blasting through leveling how bad leveling is for casuals. I don't even know if there's people that defend leveling anymore. There are content creators who are trying to rewrite history and claim that like they've always thought leveling and infusion was bad, and they were champions of it and defended it. And then they all came back in the summer and they all wanted their they all wanted to go into that um in the free dungeon, and they had to go through all the amazingly stupid leveling paths that they defended, and the minute they had to experience it as a returning player, they suddenly didn't like it as much, the summer, everybody gets hyped about the future and beyond light in a brand new dungeon, the dungeon trailer was dope, this pulse pounding synth wave, and they all jumped back in, and then they were like, this leveling is freaking terrible, it's terrible saying there's not enough levels to grind. With respect to the Redeem boys, their input on leveling doesn't matter and shouldn't matter. They're going to breeze through it in a week no matter what you do. If you tweak and tune leveling to their play styles, that will be utterly destructive to the core audience of Destiny and you can't do it. You cannot tune leveling to those guys. They are probably, if you're going to sample a player for leveling tuning, they would be the worst players to tune it for. They would be the worst players. They would be the worst players to do. I no disrespect. I, I you know what I'm saying. I I don't. I'm not gonna try and get into like a shade throwing contest here. If you're gonna talk about leveling, absolutely not. Their their play style and their amount of hours they can put in that would be utterly destructive to the core player experience. This is why we're in this scenario to begin with. Because content creators go to Bungie and argue for slow leveling and painful infusion, and we are still trying to push back on that input. They. Push push back on it in Shadowkeep, and they're pushing back on it even more this year. They're continuing to shove that out of the game. That influence has not been helpful. It was They, they put it in in Forsaken, and here we are two years later, and they're still trying to soften those edges and push them back. So it it isn't content anyways. It has no enduring value. It's not like if, hey guys, you play so insanely long hours, we made leveling take you two weeks instead of one week. Like, what's that do long term for you as a player? Leveling is always cat like just tossed over their shoulder anyway. If it takes them two weeks, it's going to take the rest of the player base the entire season. Not to mention, when leveling was at its slowest, Forsaken, Bungie basically admitted that it was a problem because they added surge bounties. Because so many people fell behind and just couldn't get anywhere close to cap, they're like, we'll just raise you to cap with surge bounties. All you gotta do is look, at, is look at the Year of Forsaken. Look at Year 2. For all the proof you need, slow leveling does not work in this game. It just serves as a giant pain point for like 80% of the community and then Bungie has to drag them all up with surge bounties so they can argue for slow leveling all they want and they are welcome to have that perspective but I don't think Bungie's ever going to move the needle back toward their sentimentality on leveling I think what you want to turn to those gentlemen for is end game sustainability and difficulty spectrum I think it would be better to look to them for that type of input I think their input on leveling is just wouldn't be ultimately helpful to the game's health long term Archon Forge with a new element added in Beyond Light do you think stasis will be an elemental rotation in the strike playlist and if so will you be locked out of a pinnacle and a powerful yeah I have no idea this is actually a really good question they could be they could uh, I don't know they haven't said anything about it they said that it's a new element but we don't know if they're gonna use it in the modifiers I would really hope that they do, and I would really hope that they're stasis weapons, so <laughs> we've talked about this a lot, how they haven't, they have any like, firmly confirmed stasis weapons, we've just kind of concluded from the language that they use, so that's more of the mystery that they're just kind of leaving shrouded right now. So, all right, the live stream is going to continue and we're going to go to VIP call ins. If you are a VIP, give me a moment to clear the form so you can do the new VIP call in method where you use the question command in Discord. So, if you're here live, stick around. The live call ins are really, really fun. If you're listening to this recording elsewhere, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com or you can just go to sntrnetwork.com. sntrnetwork.com has all my content in one location, so be sure to bookmark that. As always, if you're listening or watching in the other locations, please like, share, and subscribe.